Jones resets to the shotgun, gets the snap. Hands it to Elliott, who goes sweeping to the left side. Gets to the 20, loose to the 30, to the 40, down the left side, to the 50, goes Elliott. He's going to take it to the house. 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott. 85 yards. You are listening to the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. My name is Nick. This is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. We are back after five months or so. Uh, I'm going to be 100% honest. I was not sure if I was going to continue this show or not. Maybe think about rebranding, doing another show. I don't like to talk about this too often, but I have some ongoing health issues. And on top of that, I got locked out of the show's email. I apologize to all the listeners for not responding to your emails. That is why uh, the new Email is set up and running. It is fttunforever at gmail.com. That is for like the number four. I'm better now. We're up and running. I'm excited. I was seriously thinking about doing another show and rebrand. Then I saw how many people listened to the last two episodes and decided to go ahead and carry this on. So thank you for the listeners. I really had no goals or expectations. I started this during the pandemic, really just for fun. And you can catch new episodes every Monday and Friday. Okay, let's just get right into it. There are a ton of issues on both sides of the ball. I'm going to start with the offense. Here's what I'm seeing. They're not balanced. They're predictable when running the ball. Bad O-line play and bad on third down and also bad game management. Now, Ryan Day announced yesterday that C.J. Stroud will only play in an emergency situation only. So we will see Kyle McCord and Jack Miller. I don't know who the starter is yet, but we will see plenty of both those guys. I disagree with people saying sit C.J. because of poor play. He is not the problem. He is not getting help from the offensive line. One, he's only in his third game, and as we now know, he was injured. And these aren't excuses. These are reasons. There's going to be growing pains with whoever the quarterback is. Whether it's Kyle McCord, Jack Miller, or C.J. Stroud. All three of those guys are young. So we just need to accept that as Buckeye fans. There will be ups and downs with the quarterback position just simply from how young they are. Now what helps is having a good offensive line. The offensive line needs to get going. If they get going, then the run game gets going, which is a young quarterback's best friend. Oh, oh, by the way, you got what looks like the next great Buckeye running back you got sitting right there in Travion Henderson that you could potentially build this offense around. As far as the defense goes, a lot of problems. I don't have enough time today to really kind of dive into that in depth. But Ryan Day has talked about there's a pattern, and that pattern basically goes back to the first game of last season. And I kind of wrote this down based on these games where you see either 200 rushing yards, 300 passing yards, or over 500 total. Going back to Nebraska, 217 rushing yards the defense gave up. Indiana, 490 passing yards. The Clemson game, 400 passing yards. And then the Alabama game, 621 total yards. That is insane. Not an Ohio State defense. Should not. I don't care who we're playing. That should never happen. And then to start this season off, Minnesota, 200 rushing yards. Oregon, 269 rushing yards. Tulsa, 428 passing yards. So that pattern tells me is teams take their pick. If they want to run the ball against us, they run the ball. If they want to pass the ball, they pass the ball. 
Or if you're like Alabama or Oregon, they can do both. So it is a glaring problem. And like I said, this dates back to last season. Obviously, you remember. Now, looking at last year and already early this year, basically, here's what I'm seeing. The linebackers in a bullet position, not good. Defensive line, inconsistent. Disconnect between players and coaches. Players not coached up or developed. Personnel issues. Players look uninterested at times. And this year, it's pretty much all the time. Players look confused. Basically, guys are out of position. And the the last one that's pretty obvious is Kerry Combs looks to be in over his head. Now, as far as the personnel issues go, the past two seasons, Ohio State has had nine defensive backs go through the program. That's a lot of players. And I think most of them are safeties. And that's where Ohio State's defense is really lacking right now. So you had those nine players either get drafted or transfer. Then Josh Proctor goes down, out for the year. Basically, there's not much talent left in the cupboard. It's pretty bare. They just can't keep up with the amount of players that have left. Can't recruit at that kind of rate. And that's why guys like Bryson Shaw have to play. that have no business being on the field. But having said that, Cam Brown and the true freshman Denzel Burke, our outside corners have actually played really well. You know, looking at the linebackers, Tommy Eichenberg is just not very good, at least at this stage in his career. Dallas Gantt yesterday put his name in the transfer portal. So that that is a hit. But there's actually some good, given that pattern that I pointed out. First, the coaches have identified that there is a problem. And at least they're searching for solutions. Whether they find that or not, that's yet to be seen. And we'll find out as the season goes along. But if you remember back Urban Meyer, I feel like if this was the same situation and Urban was here, he'd be blaming it on execution. And that's why I give Ryan Day credit. that They're, they're searching for solutions. So that's a good sign, at least. And they might have found something with Cam Martinez at safety. That's the best thing I saw all year from this defense. Is not just the pick six, but it was how they went about it. Our defensive linemen look to be better blockers downfield than our offensive linemen. That was the best... Uh, example of teamwork I've seen at least from the defensive side of the ball this year was the convoy of blockers he had and they were determined to get Cam Martinez in the end zone on that pick six but much like the offense these guys are young there's going to be growing pains but I think there's something there with Cam Martinez Ronnie Hickman looks like to maybe be a, a future playmaker the true freshman Denzel Burke there's a ton of upside there you know basically this team can only go up But make no mistake about it, the offense is going to have to carry this team. They're going to have to be elite. They're going to have to start controlling the game, being more efficient, being better on third down. And I think if they can get that going, get the run game going, and the defense just basically bend but don't break a whole lot, they're still probably going to give up some points. Like This probably will not be fixed this year, but if Lee could just patch it up and just manage basically to get by the season and hope the offense can carry them, I think that is a realistic thing that could happen and potentially push Ohio State into the playoff. Right now, they're not playing like it. Right now, I'd take Penn State to beat us. But like I said, what is it, four or five weeks before that game? So it starts, step one is taking care of business, beating Akron, clearly, obviously. I'm not pushing the panic button yet. I will be if we give up 20 points and a ton of yards to Akron. But just take it game by game. All the goals are still right in front of Ohio State to win the the Big Ten East, to win the Big Ten, and potentially get in the playoff. When you look at somebody like Clemson, I think they're probably out of it because I I don't know that they have a makeup game. When you look at Ohio State, if they run the table, 
They're going to have key wins against ranked Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, and either Iowa or Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game, and their one loss will be by seven to either the number two or number three team. So if they can get this together, Ohio State's fine. I think everybody just needs to calm down. Just three games into the season. So that's it for today. You can catch the game Saturday night, 7.30 on the Big Ten Network. Don't forget new episodes on Monday and Friday. We will be back Monday to discuss, hopefully, a dominant win over Akron. And the email has been updated, fttunforever at gmail.com. That's four as in the number four. Thank you for listening, however you may be listening. Enjoy your weekend. Go Bucks. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Michigan.